It's the Nooner Show. Welcome back. Hi, Miss Cuccini. Hello, Jackie Wallace. It's a big week for you this week. Oh, moving on. No, don't act like it. Don't act like it's nothing. Come on. It's a big week. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It is. Wednesday. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What big plans do you have? We'll go to dinner. No, no big plans. What did you have planned for me? Anything? I did. <laughs> yes, this banter. Oh. oh. Okay, so guess who you share a birthday with? Dick Clark. Yes. Winston Churchill. Really? Yeah. Ben Stiller. And here's one of my favorite, Mark Twain. Wow. Yeah. I did not know all of this. And rocker Billy Idol. Oh. Just to name a few. So, and here's what they say about Sagittarius, okay? I found this and it, it was so fitting. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Of no. Course. No, but yeah, <laughs> okay. probably. No. Um, possessed with the sharp wit and the personality of a star. Sure, why not? Because you're a star. On November 30th, Sagittarius tends to be, tends to live flamboyantly. I'm possessed. Yeah. <laughs> Despite this, they are loners, which I, I'm not sure that was fitting for you, but I don't know. You like alone time, though. I do. Yeah, yeah. you do. So um, they enjoy breaking conventional patterns. Definitely, yes, definitely you. Me. And this this last sentence is so funny. They are also moralists who believe the moral code applies to everyone except them. <laughs> All right, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe. Not. I can't confirm or deny that. Mm-hmm. But, Happy sure. birthday. Happy Thank pre-birthday. You. Did get you a little something. Perfect. Thank you. We'll Perfect, talk about she that says. later. Sure, why not? <laughs> we didn't do anything to celebrate your birthday, which is a national holiday. Right? As Birthday's a national holiday. Your birthday is a yeah. national holiday. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Is a national holiday. It is a national holiday. Sit with a stranger day. I know. Which sometimes sitting with a stranger or talking to people that we don't know takes us outside of our comfort zone. Ooh, it sure does. You just recently... I love doing it. You do. And you just talked about Hmm. wanting to try something outside your comfort zone. Oh, you know what? I do. And I said, "Mm, no, thank you. Well, I'm going to try and talk you into it, though, because I can't do it by myself. I, I, I really think I want to take improv classes. And that's so outside my comfort zone, especially to stand on a stage and have people watch you. And they do like a, I don't know, would you call it like a recital, the year-end show where, yeah, performance that you invite family and friends to. Which is amazing to me because you always have a list for everything, including me. Yeah. And so for you to want to do something improv that you couldn't have a list. Well, I'll have a list for it. Mm. Exactly. I don't think that's the nature of improv, though. No, I know, but that's really why I want to do it. So you put your list down. No, I'll never put my list down. Mm -mm. A girl can hope. No, no. We're going to keep the list. Okay. Um, But you have to do it with me. There's no way I can do it by myself. But here's the thing. In the spirit of your comfort zone, right? I think you should do it by yourself. I did improv for 30 years in the classroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's not improv. Uh, some days it was. Well, any yeah. teacher will tell you. Some mm-hmm. days it was. No, you have to do it with me. I think it would be fun if we did it together. Mm. I really do. All right, I'm already, and you'd be great at it. So, what are you going to do to get out of your comfort zone? I already am out of my comfort zone because Doing I've been what? learning to speak Italian. Yeah. 
Okay, that's true. So that is yeah, that's way true. out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And how's that going? It's okay. I sound way better in my head than what I do when I talk. So, so. what part is uncomfortable? Because it's not like you're not familiar with right. the What's culture, the language. I hear other people, uh, other people speak the language mm-hmm. and it sounds so like so fluent and so beautiful. Like the movies. Exactly. And then I hear me and I'm like, oh God, my, I my accent sounds off. My, my, my flow sounds See, off. I it think you do a great job with it. I really do. Thank you. But no. Um, but so that's, it's very much out of my comfort zone. And I'm, so the class I'm taking is online. It's a small group. And so there's, you know, six to eight people in this course with the instructor who's Italian. And so it's, it really makes me nervous at times to talk because I have to talk to strangers yeah. in another language. In another language. In another language. So, and she'll ask a question and I'll like know what, what I want to say, but my tongue is all. Yeah. And that is intimidating my, my too. Stage I think fright. that's an intimidating environment anyway, because that's like going up and doing presentations or, you know, even just doing this podcast. It's sort of intimidating. So I, you know, yeah. you're doing a great job Thank that you. you're doing it. Yeah. So regardless of how uncomfortable it is, that's outside my comfort zone. Okay. So, so do so improv with me. Sure. And so you we can ask do our it in Italian. Hmm. What What's a step that you would take to be outside your comfort zone? Let us know after you listen to this pod, podcast. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram page and leave us a message and let us know. What is outside of your comfort zone, either that you do or you want to do? Take that leap of faith and want to do. Welcome to The Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. Well, we have an exciting guest here today. We do. Linnea Gish is an artist from the local area who creates paintings and products that are nature-inspired and filled with symbolism. Her talent celebrates magic, beauty, and the gifts of the world. She offers high-quality, lovingly channeled artworks that point the viewers to a vision of a more beautiful world even more beautiful than what we know, but it is in our hearts and it's possible. With that, we welcome Lene Gish. Yay! And the crowd goes crazy. Uh-huh. And speaking of beautiful, the, the prints, the greeting cards, uh, they are beautiful. So I can't wait to find out. Um, we can start actually with that. Tell us about the company, the name of the company, the products. Let's start with that. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thanks for coming. Yes, it's a dream come true for me. All right. Yeah. That's what I love to hear. And starting with it was a small world. I met yes. Linnea six, eight, ten months ago and through talking and she said, oh, I'm from originally. And I said, oh, which Wallace do you know? Yeah. And she said, oh, Olivia. And she had a had many great stories to talk about Olivia as little girls yes. and how they would come to your house. Yeah. So you've known, again, a small yeah, world. It is a small Such world. Such a small world. When I called Jackie and said, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe who I just met. Yeah. And she had great memories of you. Mm-hmm. And Olivia was so excited to hear about it. In fact, today, she when I told her we were 
you know, going to interview you. She said, when can I listen? When can I listen? And I said, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. It's such a magical universe. This cool serendipitous series of events that led us all to come back together. Right. Isn't it? Right. Yeah. That's amazing. And you have a lot, you believe a lot in the premise of your business, which is, is founded on those spiritual beliefs. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. again, back to Jackie's question. Oh, Tell yeah. us how it got started. <laughs> well, I've had a love of nature my whole life. I grew up in a small town surrounded by woods, rolling fields. So I spent a ton of time outside, which is where a lot of my imagination grew and my connection to the land really grew and developed. And that's where a lot of the inspiration for my art comes from. Um, and then as I grew up um, and I started exploring more about the world um, and how interesting just being alive on the planet is, um, that's where more inspiration for my art came from. Um, and my art is full of beautiful, bright flowers, um, beautiful elements from nature, and I incorporate a lot of animals into my work too. So what's the what's the name of the company? Yeah, uh, it's just my name, Linnea Gish. Okay, so Linnea Gish, and you have a website, right? LinneaGish.com. Yes. And she's also on Instagram, at Linnea Gish. Yes. And TikTok, at Linnea Paints. Yes. And Linnea is spelled L-I-N-N-E-A. Linnea Gish, G-I-S-H.com. Instagram, at Linnea Gish, and TikTok. And we'll have all those links posted as well. And you can like, subscribe, and follow all of those after right. you like, subscribe, and follow The Nooner Show. Right. So um, let's go back a little bit. So you were always drawing and as a child, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, because a lot of our listeners are people that either, you know, took a leap of faith and started their own business from something that they had a passion for, or they're thinking about doing that. So that's the part I want to get to. Um, When and how did you decide it was time to take your artwork and turn it into a business? Mm -hmm. So I have been painting and drawing for as long as I can remember. I'm so grateful to my parents because they've always encouraged me to pursue my creative dreams. Mm. And when I was a young girl, I remember my mom bought me my first little plastic kids easel with little finger paints and stuff. Um, And then I pursued art in high school. I was very passionate about it. Um, And I had some awesome art teachers who really encouraged me to pursue this direction. Um, And then I went to college and I decided to go to Grand Valley because I wasn't sure if art was the direction I wanted to go, um, but I was pretty confident that it was. So I studied art. I um, majored in studio art with an emphasis in illustration and graphic design. And then I also minored in writing, which is also one of my passions. Yeah. Um, And I minored in business, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's really cool. Oh, that's a great combination. Isn't it? It's so cool to see how it all comes together, uh, especially with social media, which has such a focus on writing, especially on Instagram. Right. That's a great way to connect with your audience through your captions and through storytelling. Um, So throughout the trajectory of my life, I experienced some trauma. And because of that trauma, I think it caused me to be really shut down and 
afraid to put myself out there. Uh, so when I graduated from school, I just had so many blocks that didn't make sense to me around sharing my art with the world. Mm. Um, but through my healing and personal development and spiritual journey, I've been able to overcome those blocks and finally arrive at this point now where I'm able to release my art into the world for the and first time. during that time when you were struggling, yes, your things were in your way, were you oh, yeah. still creating art? Yes, I never stopped. You never stopped. Did the style of art change? Oh, that's such a great question. So my style, it's, it's cool to look back on my body of work I've created in college up till now. You can see little specks of what it looks like now developing along the way. Um, and I've definitely had some influences and inspirations for my work. Um, but there were some really critical years post-college, about two and a half years that I just spent making art and really refining my style. Um, and that whole process is very, I think it's important um, because you're, you're kind of just like alone with your work, really honing things down. Um, and I wouldn't be where I am now with my style if it wasn't for that critical period of two years, really just focusing in. I have a quote where you talk about art and you say art um, presents an invitation to connect with intuition. Oh, yeah. I'll read it again. Art presents an invitation to connect with intuition. So typically when I think of intuition, I think of what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. That's my perception of intuition. Like, oh, I think this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. What do you, what, what do you see as intuition? Mm. For me, intuition is when I get really quiet and meditation has been um, a big role, a big, a big, um, yeah, I guess a big help for me in getting close with my intuition and recognizing what that voice sounds like. Um, but for me, my intuition is that little voice within my heart that is encouraging me to take the next step, um, the next step outside my comfort zone, the next step in my journey, even though sometimes it is really scary mm -hmm. and sometimes you feel a lot of resistance. But what I've learned so far in my journey is that everything that I want in life resides on that other feeling or resides on the other side of resistance, the other side of that feeling. Yeah, that's true. That And it, that's amazing that you're very young and you figured that out because I, I feel like I'm just figuring it out and I'm a lot older. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the whole thing about getting out of your comfort zone. It is that what you just described, you know, and if you could just say, I was telling my kids, if, you can just get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like if you can be comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling, there isn't anything you can't do. Absolutely. I mean, that's the key right there. So let's go back to, because um, one of the things about people that pursue a career in art, whether it's like being a musician, which you know, two of my kids are, are working towards that. Um, or thank you, or artist or uh, whatever is there's that myth or misconception that you can't make money at it or that you can't, you know, there's the whole, you know, you have to be a starving artist. Um, how did you get past that 
meth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I got a very heavy dose of that. (laughs) (laughs) You did? Yes. Like people trying to talk you into going a different route or telling you, you have to have a backup plan Mm -hmm. or that these are all the things that I've heard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like that came at me from all directions throughout my journey, you know, in high school, whether it was different counselors or advisors being like, Oh, you know, this is a very risky road. Make sure you said you have a backup plan. Even many of my professors in college were like, you know, this is going to be very difficult when you graduate. And I think that those were some limiting beliefs that I was battling um, in those few years leaving college up until now. And I think now I've developed awareness around those beliefs. And every time those little worries pop up in my awareness, now I recognize them and I thank them for being there, um, release them and replace them with a different Wow, that's great advice. So replace. So you're aware of them. You can right when they come up, you replace those words with a different word that would encourage you to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Do and you ever? Do you ever um, doubt it though? Do you ever doubt the future in your business? Like, how do you? Mm-hmm. You know, because it. Whenever you start any business, not just in, not just with art, but anything, it you are jumping into uncertainty. It's a little bit different than working for somebody else and knowing you're going to have a paycheck every single week. So how do you navigate through all that uncertainty? Yeah, Um, I think especially those first few years after college, I grappled with a lot of that doubt um, and a lot of worrying if this actually was my calling, if this actually was my purpose. But eventually, especially over the past year and a half, the my intuition, that voice within just kept, getting louder and louder, calling me to take this big step. And I'm super fortunate. Um, My best friend's name is Emily, um, and we've been best friends since second grade, and we're also roommates right now. She's a very talented jewelry designer, and we were working together at a jewelry store last year. And this was the best environment for us to really come into our own as capable individuals and to realize that we are, in fact, ready. She's starting her own business, too, with jewelry, um, that we are in fact ready to take this next step. So it's been really helpful to have her support in all of this oh, too. Oh, right. And she understands what you're going through because she's going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you made that decision to take the leap of faith and say, okay, I am going to put my my art out there. I'm going to put myself out there. This is it. Um, what were the steps? Like, what did you do? Yeah. So step one is creating a body of work, which is something that I'm still developing and something that will continue, you know, as my path progresses. Um, I knew what kind of products that I wanted to make. So a big part of that was finding a printer um, who was able to work with me and create the desired result that I wanted. And that was a whole journey in and of itself. I worked with five different printers before I found the the group, the company that was able to work with me. Um, and then that was a process going back and forth with them, you know, with different proofs and different samples, really refining the, the product to get it exactly how I wanted. And then designing the packaging, um, that was another whole uh, thing to figure out. And then um, the website and social media and creating Creating the business plan and figuring out who my ideal client is. Oh, good. I was going to ask you about that. I don't mean to interrupt, but when you do art or when you decide that you're going to take it and turn it into a business, did you do that figure like having your avatar or that one customer that this is going to be who my 
customer. This is who I'm targeting. Because mm-hmm. a big mistake that people make, I see in business, is they say, well, I want everybody to like my stuff. Or even musicians, I want everybody to listen to my songs. That's not how it works. You have to have one person in mind, and you design everything around that person. Now, did you... So with your art, is it stuff that... did are Did you design it for you? Or do you have that one person that you design everything around because that's how, you know, you build a a business. Yeah. Well, I so agree with what you said. Um, I think if you're designing anything for everyone, then you're not really sharing a message because if you're sharing a message, there are some people who are going to resonate with that message and then some people who aren't. What's your message that you're sharing through your art? Mm, Yeah, I... I hope to remind people of the beauty of nature and the magicalness of just being alive on this planet um, and to inspire within them the courage to go after their own dreams and follow their intuition and begin their hero's journey. On your website, people can order the cards. Is that right now the main place that you're selling? Yep. Yep. The website is the main place, um, hopefully soon. I'll be carried in some stores. I hope to be featured on some wholesale websites. Um, And my focus for the next year is to continue designing products. Uh, I am planning on releasing some wrapping paper lines this year. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, wow. You also have some prints available. Yes, some art prints available. Um, I have this beautiful Jaguar painting I'm about to release, which I'm super excited about. Um, And then next year, I'm also planning on releasing um, little notepads. And eventually, I would love to release planners and phone cases. Wow. So this is really going to, you have a big, you have a long-term plan with really expanding the product line. Yes. And will it all be nature inspired? Is that the goal? Absolutely. That's great. Um, Back to your figuring out the customer. Mm -hmm. So you figured that out and how did you do your business plan? Was it, and the reason I'm asking you this is because again, for those people that are listening, that have an idea that, you know, they're not sure if their idea would work or not. Did you hesitate on, you know, I don't know if this is going to work or not, or did you just say the calling is too loud? This thought won't go away. This idea isn't going to go away. So I'm going to go ahead and start this business. I'm going to do it. Did you, um, Tell me about the business plan, like not in details, but yeah. <laughs> um, don't let the secret out. But uh, how do, is that what you, is, was is that sort of your compass? Yeah. So that calling within, like we were saying, was so deep and so loud. I just couldn't ignore it. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to dive headfirst into this thing. And I'm super fortunate because I think naturally I had a good intuition um, about what my ideal client would be. So the art that I started making even though I hadn't gotten super clear on my ideal client avatar, it fit into those parameters I later got more clear on. Mm -hmm. Um, And the person that I'm designing for is similar to me in a lot of ways. Um, There's someone who is uh, refueled and recharged and inspired by nature, someone who has big dreams of their own, um, someone who is trying to be very organized and intentional about their life. That's why I design products that can help people get more organized in their lives. And then the greeting cards, I think, are a great great way for people to connect with each other. Um, Yeah. Wow, that's, that's fantastic. Good for you. And so it sounds like you... Included in the business plan, the long-term plan is to really increase the product line, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Especially planners and 
stuff like that. Um, and then eventually wholesale. Yeah, eventually wholesale. I think it would be so cool to get into fabric design too and do prints on tea towels and things like that. Wow. Yeah. Now, are you a one-man show right now? or mm-hmm. Right now I'm okay. a one-man show. Yeah. So the so time management. It's, yeah, time management. <laughs> Who inspires you? Ooh, well, growing up, I was obsessed with Lisa Frank, if you no, guys remember yes. her. <laughs> Lisa Frank planners and stickers and folders. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. She had oh. bright color. Animals. Animal prints. Mm-hmm. Like jungle-y stuff. Yeah. Nature stuff. Lisa Frank has made a comeback, too. You can find some of her, her products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also love... Um, this artist from Florida, her name's Anna Bond. She has a very successful paper goods company called Rifle Paper Company. Um, and then in terms of more fine art, I love the artists Alex Gray and Hannah Yada. And um, there's an artist from Peru named Louis Tamani. Um, and they also incorporate a lot of nature and spiritual elements in their work. Well, your work is beautiful. Thank and you. congratulations on taking that first step. Thank you. And um you know, and listening to your intuition, that's huge. So you're one of those people that down the road, you're not going to have regrets because you tried it, you did it, you're doing it. So congratulations. You took took that leap of faith and you listened to your inner Linnea. Yes. What's been the most um, surprising thing about starting your own business Mm. up to this point? Well, I guess in a positive way, the most surprising thing is how supportive people have been. Um, like I've, I've had so many people support my business through purchasing products. And then I've had so many people reach out to me and say that they've been really inspired by my journey and me taking this leap of faith. Um, but then there have also been unexpected challenges that have come up. And a lot of the challenges are mindset related, which is very interesting. Um, so I'm grateful to have. What kind of challenges? Yeah. Uh, so comparison, frustration with oh, things not moving along faster, right? frustration with feeling like time is running out, which is all made up in my head. None of that's real. Um, I think it's just, I think that there are learning opportunities in those challenges that once I overcome um, will be lessons that will help me on the next level of this journey, be better prepared to handle the next set of challenges that come up on the next level. Where did that part of you come from that um the mindset growth like do you study do you read books on mindset or like how did you get to that point oh yeah because mindset is key to everything it's it's you know overcoming all those voices um it's you know filtering out the noise everything comes back to mindset Mm -hmm. so how did you get that kind of a mindset I so agree. The mindset is how you play the game of life. Right. It's everything. And it is a game. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) If you have a good mindset. But, But how did you get that? Um, well, it came from a lot of the challenges, um, that I experienced growing up. Um, and a lot of, uh, awareness that came from the healing practices that I've discovered along the way. Meditation has been so big for me. Um, I love meditating in nature. Um, that's where a lot of awareness around the beliefs and thoughts that pop up in my head come from. And then when those thoughts come up, now that I have that awareness, I can decide if I want to keep subscribing to those beliefs or not. Mm, I like how you worded that. So would you say your artwork is sort of like, um, 
an interpretation of your thoughts? Ooh, yeah, I'd say some of it is. Um, and then this painting that I'm about to finish up right now and release as a print that I mentioned, this Jaguar painting that has a lot of symbolic elements of my journey. Um, there's this book called Animal Speak by Ted Andrews, and it's one of my favorite books of all time. So this guy has created this encyclopedia of different animals, um, and he has in each section of animal documented different beliefs um, from different cultures and tribes around the world about the, the meaning of these animals and like the symbolism of these animals. So um, I incorporate a lot of that symbolism into my work and that's very, uh, very present in this Jaguar painting. And when I release it, I'm going to make a little Instagram video of me talking about what uh, everything that I included and what it all means. Oh, that's really cool. Exciting. That's really cool. And what has been the most rewarding part of starting your own business? Oh man, it's probably just every time I put myself outside of my comfort zone, it's that feeling within of, I did it. Yeah. And I can keep doing these hard things. That's I'm totally great. Capable. Good for you. People want to find your artwork. They can go to your website and yes. place an order there. Mm -hmm. Yep, LinneaGish.com or follow me on Instagram at LinneaGish. All right. All right. Well, this was awesome. And one of the other things that you did say is, and I think we talked about it off the air, but just for people that are listening, it's not like you have to quit your, your day job to, mm -hmm. to, you know, pursue your passion. Linnea does it on the side and that mm -hmm. she's building her company. And then as she builds it, she will eventually do it full time. Absolutely. And that is a great way to take that first step is you don't have to give up, you know, uh, you're eating, living. Yeah. You, especially <laughs> when you're supporting other people too, right. you don't have to do that, but you can still do it on the side yeah. just by continuing to work on it and starting with the business plan and yeah. listen to your intuition, listen yeah. to that calling, that loud voice. Mm -hmm. But um, Linnea, thank you. This was so inspiring. Your cards are beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Can't and wait to see where it's going to be in a them. couple years. We'll let's, have you back and do a follow-up. Let's oh, toss our cookies. To. We'll toss the fortune cookie and whichever prong faces you, Ooh, that, that fortune is meant for you. So go ahead and just rip the cookie. And then we can finish this with LinneaGish.com. Very good. Whatever the fortune says, we'll end it with LinneaGish.com. How's that? Where'd my fortune go? In the meantime, you will have a very pleasant experience when you visit LinneaGish.com. <laughs> um, as the purse is emptied, the heart is filled when you visit LinneaGish.com. There you go. And mine is, you will live a long, happy life when I start ordering from LinneaGish.com. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Linnea. Thank you, guys. This was great. This was so fun. Thank you for spending time with us. And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week, and we'll see you back next week. Bye.